let me say that the political crinkle like the political big This is the news made us do this podcast. It's myself, Lex, here with my boy Ace. You're not middle class, you're not black white. Enjoy one podcast at a time, discussing all things. Statistically, it looks like in London yeah. right now, yeah. this is predominantly a problem of young black teenage boys. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, Makili. What's going on, bro? All good, my guy, man. All good. Well, here we are. Episode 30. Back on Zoom. Back on Zoom. Back on Zoom. Because of this lockdown 2.0 nonsense. But we thank God they're still in good health, my guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We give thanks to God. We give thanks, we give thanks. And, you know, on a day today that we're giving thanks, we just hope that the man them out in the bike can just hold it down, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, man. Bro. I mean, oh, gosh. It's been a mad day, actually, because True say we're trying to chop it up before, but, like, obviously you're not with me now, but I even want to think we should talk about this first. Yes, 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 That's yes, yes. That's it, that's it. That's what I was itching the head That's of it. That's itching it. Oh, what's something's happening. Something's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Bro. Happening. Bro, but first of all, first of all, my kill, my brother, my big bro, my chargey. Man, like, D. Davis. <laughs> D. Davis got the racist on rope. Shout out. Got the A1. racist on rope. A1. He brought to life it's a one minute. Wait, wait, explain, explain exactly what you're come to talk about, my guy. None other than oh, the Christmas, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> another Christmas period, another, 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 another Christmas period, another advert, another advert fiasco. Bro, black, talk about how mad this one is, my guy. Black excellence. This is just pure hate on black excellence. On so, black excellence, bro. Any day this, along with the cast of the latest sensational, phenomenal. Sainsbury's advert for Christmas, Christina Davis has been, and his cast and Sainsbury's have been attacked by members of the British public. What for, you might ask? <laughs> what could spur on such an unprovoked attack? A tactical, systemic reaction to what? You would think that this reaction was because of some sort of pain being, some sort of physical pain being induced or some sort of recreation of some horrible event where there was no respect being paid. But no, <laughs> this outrage that has been sparked by the British public has none other been caused by the gravy song. <laughs> <laughs> the gravy song. Fam. Wow. Just black people existing has caused such an uproar amongst the indigenous people of this country that they've literally been called to boycott Sainsbury's for having an advert of a black family celebrating Christmas. Bro, it's actually disgusting, bro. There's no other word to use. It's disgusting that mm. these comments, again, again, hold tight Sainsbury's, though, because they've been 
holding it down. You know, they've been telling, I've been, I've been reading their tweets, responding to the fuckeries, and they've just been saying, bruv, don't come, don't shop with us. We don't need your money, bruv. We don't need <laughs> your, your, your dirty money about... They're going to start starving soon because the only places that aren't inclusive are the really expensive places. And a lot of these Facts. races are kind of lower class. Hopefully they all starve and die and then it's lit. <laughs> it's lit. It's lit. <laughs> yeah, their own strike. Boy, striking to cause more segregation. Striking, um, being angry because some people are being included in a three-part campaign that includes other families. Actually, when I just saw... That are carrots. An Audi advert. Carrots. That had a, because why I bring this up is because one of the ludicrous comments is that and that, that was repeating itself that was seemed to be common amongst this group of racist, racist, racist people is that they can't relate to a family having gravy for They're saying that hmm. they're making an advert unrelatable, even though an out advert with a carrot family came out from Audi and none of these complaints. And bro, you know I mean? that was a black British family. That wasn't like, you know, uh, a Nigerian family celebrating Christmas or a Ghanaian family celebrating Christmas or Congolese. It was a black British family. Yeah. Bro, there was no M- there was no Amala there. There was no Fufu there. There was no jollof rice in that table. As British as you can get. It's as British as you can get. Yet, these people felt uncomfortable enough to want to boycott Sainsbury's yeah, just because... That's what but there's a larger question at play, though, you know, my guy, because one of the tweets that's one of the tweets which um, really drew, drew drew my attention. I laughed at all of them, to be honest with you. But one of them was like, "Oh, I don't want to have. I don't want. I just want to go to the shop to shop. I don't want to have to be uh, struck with wokeness and all this kind of stuff." And well, looking at it, bro, crazy. This is and this is the interest of it. There was no political messaging whatsoever in the advert. Not one. No Black Lives Matter. No. Looking at black people on TV is harmful for them. But this is it. But then it always goes back to the thing that we always say, that being black itself is a political thing. Being being yeah. black is political. So we are political people. So clearly us being on TV in a majority white country obviously irks and, and, and hurts some people, or never hurts, it evokes some sort of emotion in these people to make them turn around and be like, right, like, what's going on? Why are they we have a big enough presence in this country for us to be to warrant us being on TV and adverts bruv there's no it's no like they're not forcing it it's not a force but you see country, us on TV for music for sports of everything do you know what I'm saying within the history of Britain like we've done enough <laughs> to be included like in the main in the main public sphere, like to not be ignored and alienated like even regardless of the of what we've done yeah it's like we're people, bro. Like, what? What more do these all four tyrants want? Do you know what I mean? Like, the human being is not enough now to be represented on 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 in the media or by shoppers to be represented on TV to represent a, a brand. Do you know what That's, I mean? No, I, I hear you, my guy. I hear you. Well, it's, are, they, um, are they angry when they start realizing that? Black families eat turkey on Christmas as well. Yeah, Boy, they're going to go mad. Why turkey? Why is the turkey allowing itself to be eaten by black people? Is that what it's trying to say? Because yeah. it's that stigma, you know? It's, these, yeah. it's such a full 
weak position. It reminds me of those people that shun women for in, or or other people for dating differences. Like someone is like every anyone is better than anyone else. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No. It's, it's such it's, a um, what's that? It's such a weakness. Yeah, it's a weak. Well, it's white fragility, isn't it? It's white fragility. Is um, insecurities. Uh, like you said, bro, it's a three-part Sainsbury's Christmas advert. There's one that came out today of a white family. And I feel like those racists, obviously, they're, they're probably thinking, oh, shit, we should have held on to our racism a little bit longer before we kicked <laughs> off. You get me? It's like, I think we kicked off a bit too soon. Oh, Steve, oh, sorry. Steve, I think we kicked off a bit too soon. It's almost as though Sainsbury's, like, was baiting them out, tricked them. Yeah, yeah, almost. As, uh, they, got, they got tricked. On the third day... They couldn't tolerate the advert being out, and they said, "Fuck it, let's go in. Let's let them know. Let's let them know what we really think." And then yeah. and they all started coming out. And the reason why we say these races is because it's not even like it, it's bots. They're people with real life Twitter profiles and other profiles that are coming out of their normal everyday life to say these these things, these phrases, these sentences, these stringing along these words, stringing these words together for one reason to make someone else feel shit. To make someone else yep. feel less than what they are, to make someone else not enjoy themselves, to make someone else feel as small as they might feel. You know what I'm saying? It's awful. It's awful from them. It's awful from society to have tried to muzzle this kind of thing, you know? Because clearly, now that like Trump, like these adverts, they show themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, my guy, man. But honestly, overall, with this whole that whole the whole backlash or whatever, I just I just found it hilarious, bro. Like it's got to the point we've gone through a roller coaster of emotions as a people this whole summer, from from tragedy to sorrow to anger. And now it's just, you know, it's just funny. It's hilarious to us. Because obviously you and I and obviously everyone else, every other black person in this country and every other non-white person, I guess, knows that this racism is there and, it, and, it's, and, it's, and it's, you know, it's not, it's not covert. It's very much overt. You know, British people aren't, a toler- you know, aren't the least racist people in, in Europe or in the world. You know, the least racist is still racist. So, um, you know, to us, it's just, it's just another, it's just another, um, I can ask another sign, but just another show of you know the 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 the, the, the country's true colours. Definitely, and you know, it's like at the end of the day, it's a representative of what we believe is true. You know what I'm trying to say? Because uh-huh. what we were saying is that our government that is up to date right now doesn't care about about like black people. You know, we're saying Donald Trump is racist and whatnot, and then. People saying, how can these institutions be racist? How can the representative democracy be racist? How can the impartial media be racist? How can these people that are shopping and working every day be racist? Well, you know, we don't need to say how. <laughs> we could just show you <laughs> because everything's being documented now. So I always want to shout out technology and people using tools in the right way, like their phones, their reach, their kind of form of word of mouth. It's all tech technology whether it's in the form of a digital form or not this is all mechanisms in order to deliver information that can hopefully better us as a society and as a human race you know and adding day 
ending racism will just fucking make the thing just better for everybody. Even though it's racist, like they'll probably stop looking like how they look. I hardly ever see, but they all look awful, bro. And it's the, so and, true. <laughs> oh, they look awful, bro. It's so true, man. They look horrible, fam. But everyday racist awful, and the good-looking ones become mega racist. They become the, the they become the spokespersons because all the rest of them look so awful. You know, it's so funny, bro. And I think about this the other day. Yeah, we live, especially people in Britain. I'm sure it's, it's so funny. Obviously, in America, you can have towns where you probably won't see another black or brown face for for like 10, 20 miles, thirty miles, hundred miles, even. Like, there's places in America like that. But in this country, in particular, you have people that are so abhorrently racist. They'll be like, "Ah, oh, Paki this and 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 the nigger that and 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 Turks and this and that." But then Friday night, go off to Turkish, go get kebab. Um, come home play their Bob Marley or, or, or Scar or Two-Tone records or whatever, um, or even hip-hop even, um, you know, their missus is getting their nails done down the Chinese shop or something, whatever, or the Vietnamese uh, nail salon and stuff. Like, their favourite food is a is a, is a chica mas- right. t- chica, chicken tikka masala, like, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they're the most racist people. And it just, it's hilarious. It just, it just keeps, it, it just... Uh, clarifies what we always what we know. They love black music and black aesthetics and and what else, but they just don't love black people, and it's hilarious to me. Literally, like, and it's like it's god awful to be honest. And and you know, we're just speaking on it so we can tackle it and challenge it so we can end it because this isn't gossip to us, you know. Just for yeah. the listeners, like, this isn't a discussion just to have. It's actually to express and to understand more between one another so that this kind of stuff can really come to a, a direct halt. It's really important that, that it, it, it does stop, you know. All of this needs to end. It needs to end. There's no, there's no, there's no room for this to continue to exist in this, kind, in this realm, you know what I mean? Facts. Like, it needs to end and it needs to end now. Like, and the reason why we're bringing calling this out again is to work towards the ending, the ending of, of all of this and all this, all this hate, all this awfulness, because we're tired. Like, this is not at all what, what anyone is looking for. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's just... Bro, it's tiring. It's just tiring. It's, it's, it's bullshit. Like, it's... Bruv, it's like... Oh, you're, you're that upset that there's a black family on TV that you're going to come out and just say a lot of fuckeries about black people. Like, bro, again, like I said, bro, we've gone through all the emotions this, this year already. This year has been a long one for black people. You know, being the most vulnerable during a pandemic, um, watching our brothers and sisters get killed on the streets of America and elsewhere. Um, you know, then you have this a president that's just been getting mad. Well, ex-president, but we'll get into that. Um, you know, like, bro, it's just been a long, it's been a long year. So, <laughs> but yeah, man. But black, black boy joy, black joy forever, fam. Black joy will never die anyway. So, it's lit. It's lit for us. <laughs> but moving, but but continuing on the conversation about. I guess black people and race, as it always is. God, race never takes racism never takes a day off, you know. Just another day fighting that racism. Fighting that racism. Just fighting that racism. Racism. 
so obviously, what what day is it now? So today, okay, so this is going to come out probably today or tomorrow. So on the 11th of November, the UK Parliament of Human Rights Commission set, Committee published their report on black people, racism and human rights in the UK. <laughs> they released this just this is just so that our listeners know they released this on twitter at twelve forty eight in the morning quietly wow. to no 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 song and dance just in Britain, quietly they released a report at twelve forty eight in the morning it's not like where and then in a british report was released at that time like and they talk about accessibility do you get what i'm trying to say bro like, like this is not this is like it's not an essay assignment where you got your debt. It can be submitted just before mid, just after midnight. You don't lose points. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what what can they say is the purpose of this apart from what they say even within the report? Yeah. More negligence, more institutional governmental negligence. They use those words in the report. Yep. to say that the reason why more hasn't been done and they also outlined the reason that more needs to be done due to the fact that pretty much nothing's been done in the last 10 years is either due to negligence at best or at worst the government not the government of the day the Tory government and the coalition government between the Tories and the Liberal, Liberal Democrats early on have not cared mm-hmm. And they have also decided to ignore the recommendations that have been given to them by the good people, which is all written in the report. I'm using the same nouns. It's all in the report, bro. All in the report. All in the report. Um, again, the report just confirms things again that we know and how we feel. And I feel like it's um, it's a report that just... It's not for us, is it? It, it wasn't, the report wasn't made or collated so that black people could know how other black people feel. We know, like, we know. It's it's a spiritual feeling. It's a gut feeling. We know the mood. Just for example, just one of the, one of the questions in the report says, as a black person, I believe that my human rights are equally protected compared to white people in the UK. It's a question. Do you feel like your human rights are equally protected? Bro? Where's this? Wait, where is that? 45% of the people say they disagree. 30% of the people said they told they strongly disagree. Only only less than 5%, 4% of black people said they, they agreed. Mm. That their their human rights is equally as protected. That's mad. It's basically Bro, saying we believe we're second class citizens of this country. It, and it also explains that like a majority of the black of black people in the UK feel like at any time their human rights can be violated. Yeah. Without without any accountability being held, that's essentially what it's saying. Is 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 um, I, that to me indicates a, like a generation of fear, a, yeah. a, a, a consensus of fear within a generation and a community, you know. And um, it's just not it's not good enough. It's, not. it's just not good enough at all. It's not. At it's all. not. Like on it's poor, very very poor. Is poor, alarming, dangerous, and disheartening. And, you know, it is our duty and responsibility to challenge the poorness and the lack of quality constantly, concisely, 
and in a way that's going to allow us to move forward, which is the aim. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about going back, blaming who this for what happened in the past. That no, they need to deal with that on their own. The truth is out there. If they don't know this, then they shouldn't be in positions of power because they need to be aware of the history that in which they which is being ruled. So it's not up for discussion. It's yep. about the present and the future. There's no need to discuss no more on on um on adding like more awareness. Everyone we're aware. We're aware Racism is there and hasn't left, you know. And they're also Exactly, you know, and it's also important to to recognize that all those times in the racism was being denied, that racism was present during those times also. So it's important for those deniers to recognize and create um, actions of retribution because it's dangerous. It's very, very dangerous, very, very dangerous. And, you know, it's necessary for, for, in order for a good energy to take place of all of this horridness for Bro, talk- and, and redemption is necessary no most definitely my guy like going through the report like I've gone through it briefly it's a 45 page report for anyone that wants to read it um, the way they've done it as well is quite easy to go through it and pick out the information you need um, the one that I, re- I really uh, uh, touches me I guess or I'm, I'm really drawn to is the maternal mortality rate and I've, I've, when I first Ever when I first heard this statistic a couple of years back, I was so shocked that in this country, one I think one in five women, one in five black women will have, um, I believe, lose their children in uh, um, giving birth in this country. Or oh, they might lose their life. Oh, and also they might lose their life. Also, yes, yeah. that's yeah, that's that's actually the, the the main bit. So in this in this in this thing, they said seven in one hundred thousand white women were died during childbirth. Thirty eight mm-hmm. in one hundred thousand black women died during childbirth. That mm-hmm. is that's a six times sorry more likely to die in child in, in childbirth than your white counterparts. Six or seven. My math ain't that great. That is crazy, bro. That is crazy. The same same hospitals, same doctors, same nurses, same midwives. Yeah, for some wow. reason. And there's no there's no genetic disposition in black women that makes them not be like, you know, make them less capable of giving in a life or giving birth naturally, healthily, safely. Mm-hmm. It's a failing and a institutional racism in the medical um the medical industry and the medical, yeah, the medical industry um, and the medical f- profession, like, it's mad, bro. It's, um, yeah, that's it's the one tragic. that, it's tragic. No, it's, bro, it's tragic. It's tragic. It's tragic. But, um, you know, again, I don't feel like the report's been discussed enough. Like, I haven't gone, you know, I haven't seen it on the news or on TV. So, you know, I guess within our groups, and I'm really happy to see a lot of, um, quote, unquote, those blog channels and stuff, uh, they they posted it, and I know as obviously a young black people, whatever one of us probably follow one blog channel, wherever which one, whichever one it is, and I'm happy to see that they posted it because it's a very important thing, and I feel like it should be discussed more, and I definitely think we need to open up discussion on that, you know, and that might be something that we want to do later, but yeah, I think it's a very important thing to discuss exactly. because it says in black and white that we are not, we are second class, probably third class citizens in this country essentially. 
big, big facts. And it's important to recognize that discussions are ongoing. Like, in, in, in for our, our, our listeners especially, it's like we need to continue to keep certain discussions at the forefront of your minds. Why? Because it's a constant thing that is happening. It's not that anything really in this kind of life that we're living in ever has a one-off, one-stop solution, you know? We've got to make a continued effort in the consistency of our discussion, in the consistency of our action, and in the consistency of our faith that will overcome these kind of, these these treacherous conditions, you know? And yes, it remains treacherous as it may have a different shape and a different form than it did back in the more brutal, more barbaric times of our like history. However, it doesn't change the effect, you know, on the individual, on the individual's person and the individuals and on and, and the group selves, you know. We deserve better, just as a whole, as a group, as a as humans. We deserve better leadership. And you know, it, when we look at our leaders, especially during tragedies like COVID now that is taking place on a worldwide scale in the first, the, the self-claimed first world, as in both the USA and Great Britain, you could see indeed just how tragic the shape of leadership is right now. Look at how both leaders have outright denied principal core institutions of society right now. I'm talking about science. Both leaders have gone to say that science is the enemy. Science is wrong. You know, even understanding that the principle of science is trial and error, but to go and say that don't listen to the experts, listen to us, and we don't even have an answer for you, is very dangerous. And it just shows the kind of, the kind of thought process that goes on likely within the leaders of the day when they look at racism, you know, if they can outright deny COVID in front of everybody's face, whilst they were the same people counting the bodies of people dying internationally, then when it becomes a domestic issue, they then become liars and deny it outright to the public. How else do you think they're dealing with racism? Something that they don't mind even existing, you know, herd immunity, Look at their solutions, how they think their best practice should be to deal with issues. COVID is a physical sickness that you can count. So you can then look at how they're dealing with that to look at how they might deal with other problems that might not even be physical, that are even more complex, you know, such as racism, (laughs) you know. The incompetency has no limits. You know, why is it, this is my question for you, why is it, yeah, that we have a government that we elect, that we pay taxes to, yeah, that they then say, oh, well, we don't know how to make an order for PPE. They can't contact manufacturers themselves, so they're paying off, they're paying, like, private law, private companies to, you know, fulfill the PPE. Second lockdown, they've now given another 28 million to a private firm after trying to deny the children of food. Bro, one word, it's corruption. It's nothing else, it's corruption. It's not incompetence, it's corruption. And I think for a long time, 
we've been told that this is um, one of the shining global democracies um, of the world that is uh, uh, one that people should follow and stuff. And we have the best system for the people and all this kind of stuff. But clearly the people that are in charge are corrupt. Um, this is corruption to this highest accord. Like, how much did you say that figure again that you said how much was uh, spent on PPE that we never received? Um, there's just a recent, I believe it's around 28 million. Was just given to million, bro. I'm trying to quickly find out the number. I um, Okay, cool. Sorry. Let me get right now. So, an article just was released recently today by the BBC where a company called Go-Between yeah. were paid £21 million in taxpayers' funds for NHS PPE. So the NHS, yeah, their money, yeah, our money that we've given to them the money that everyone's worked for, the money that even, like, you know, VAT is a form of tax, council is a form of tax. All this money, Boris Johnson and his mates have given it to a, a company called Go Between, so that Go Between can call other people to order PPE. I mean, can our ministers and civil servants that we already pay not make these calls to order PPE to our own NHS? Why do we need a government that cannot do these things, that need to then go to private businesses that are corrupt, inefficient, mm -hmm. that don't even fulfill these contracts. Why do they need to go to them? 21 million pounds, bro. 21 million. It's, it's ridiculous, bro. I, I, I saw that same article. It's ridiculous. Um, uh, like I said, bro, corruption. It's corruption. It's nothing else but corruption. It's greed. Bro, a jewelry designer, bro. Michael Sega is the... Like, they gave it to some jewelry designer. They gave yeah. a jewelry designer. Bro, <clears throat> companies that have just been set up this year, P apparent PPE companies that have been set up this year have been given multi-million dollar contracts to service our NHS. It just doesn't make sense. Like, And again, this is where we, we spoke about a couple of weeks ago about transparency and the transparency between us as the, the, the civilian um, and also the, you know, yeah, the civilian and um, the government is is at an all time low at the moment. Like, there's no transparency at all. They can go around doing whatever they want, mm -hmm. almost to no accord. One thing I'll ask you is where's the, where's the checks and balances? Where are the checks so, and balances? Because they just see that come. the government could do what they want. So the checks and balances come from us, the people. Even if we had a good government, we would still be responsible for checking the the other institutions too but we're not the only ones responsible as in the taxpayers are responsible but we're not the only ones responsible there's other there also like the other chambers of power you know which have been split which will give a little um talk on maybe another time to understand so people understand how this country is actually ruled and the operation of who's actually in charge you know what i'm trying to say i think it's important that eventually we at some point give like a nice clear this description and give um, a, a chance for our listeners to understand exactly how the political system in Britain works. You know, in a, in a soft sense. And if they want to go deeper, we can give recommend some books and other resources for our listeners to get to. But however, there is, you know, pressure groups, for example, 
protests, you know, these um, petitions are really important, especially the online ones, and um, writing to your local MPs, voting for people you believe in. Those are checks and balances that I don't want people to use, but there's more. But they try to keep it away from people, what we can do. So what's happening now is that the reason why this has actually come to light is because um, a campaign group called the Good Law Project are actually leading the kind of um, they're leading the campaign to sue the the private company which has not fulfilled their share of the agreement and just received lots of lots of money. You know. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's important to support these these groups like the Good Law Project, who is actually leading this this campaign because yeah. realistically it's law practitioners have the biggest opportunity now to uphold injustice, you know? And these aren't NIMBY groups. These are not in my backyard groups. These are, these are, this is collective, a collective group of people that are trying to basically hold the government accountable. So it's definitely yeah. in all our, it's, it's in all our best interest to um, definitely try help or at least be aware of what's going on because yeah it's a fuckeries bro it's a mad fuckery because we know you know next year there's going to be a lot of things coming out in regards to taxes and and uh, and other ways because bro they're going to want that they're going to come knocking for that furlough money that that government assistance money they're going to come knocking for it so yeah, they're going to be really suggested that they're going to be taxing people that are earning over 19,000 like really earning the lowest people that are not even earning enough already they're going to start getting a bigger brunt of the tax which makes no sense when they are attacking people that are actually supporting them rather than yeah. people that are being taxed you know and they keep arguing that like, private companies can do it better but look at this private companies can do it better yet the firm that made the cladding uh, Glenfell knew that it was unsafe and lied about it you know Bro. you know oh, an ex-employee has come and 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 um Blew the, blew the whistle essentially yeah. and this is on the Guardian you can find this out fire tests for Grenfell foam cladden panels were rigged admits ex-employee yeah Jonathan Ropez says Colitex was dishonest in second test of foam boards after they failed the first one you see yeah bro well, I saw that <clears throat> it's, it's, man's, it's, it's man's daughter these are it's the private there needs to be some jail time that these Tory governments the neoliberal, the neoliberal ideologies, followers, the extremists, the, the liberal Democrats believe in, giving private companies the power to, to basically murder the public and get away with it through hiding behind employees. When employees don't direct the company. Every leader of the company needs to be responsible for these types of negligences, especially when you see that at least 72 people died. Mm. And that's just the minimum number. There's a lot yeah. of people that we didn't know yeah. that were living yeah. That we don't know of, unregistered people, yeah. Uh, bro, it's, it's manslaughter. Like, <laughs> like, we know, we, I think the public mood, once, what well, the day that obviously Grenfell happened, rest in peace to all the lives that were lost at Grenfell, forever in our hearts, because I don't, it's a thing that we'll never forget. It's, um, it's manslaughter, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's bro, it's, it's manslaughter. Um, oh gosh, I don't even know what else to say, bro. Yeah, it's, it's murder. 
broad murder in broad daylight. And the thing is, yeah, what I'm trying to say is not that private business is negative and doesn't necessarily have the best interest of the of other people. But what happens is that when the private business gets mixed with greed, lack of scrutiny, uh, lack of accountability, as in they can kill people and get away with it, or they can do their job badly and get away with it. They can get a, a $28 million PPE contract and then not fulfill it and get away with it and not have to go to prison, not have to do any form of rehabilitation for it. That mm-hmm. That is what that's when private business is bad, you know. When yeah. it comes into the hands of mis a mismanaging government that is using nepotism as their way of awarding these private contracts in order to service the people, that is when private business is bad. So yeah. private business bad is bad in the hands of bad people that are greedy and looking for profits. And they say to yourself, of course, why shouldn't we look for profits? Why? Because you're profiting at the expense of mass extreme exploitation yeah. that means exploitation of a lot of things lots of people in different groups in different ways yeah on a on a like high high level but then also it's it's undercutting everyone else that or those if, again we live in a capitalist society those people that are best suited for the role as well and those best suited for the job if you know right. if you're going to get a job based on your mate's recommendation right. It's it, it's 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 everyone's everyone's at a loss and everyone mm-hmm. is cheated by this. Um, yeah. Um, you know the people that like Grenfell was a totally, is was 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 totally. Um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ah, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, unavoidable. It was totally avoidable. That did not have to happen. That did not have to happen. And the government reaction to it was poor at the time, but that's and we'll, we'll go into that later. But Understood. to know that you know it's come, bro, it's come out. It came out today, and for as far as I'm concerned, this should be breaking national news. Like this should this is literally basically someone coming out saying I have killed seventy two people. The Pretty guy much. said he openly lied. He lied to fit cladding, which was unsafe for a building of that magnitude like <laughs> i don't know bro it's 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 actually crazy to me that it's it's, it's crazy to me that it's been it's been almost i don't want to say swept but it's like almost being ignored largely by the 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 the, the, the mass media mm-hmm. and the thing is yeah it's the mass media that keep the dialogue going which is why it's important for us to keep these conversations going one million percent one million percent Conversations, and we have to stop. We have to boycott the media because, you know, it's been a crazy week. Like, for example, again, Marcus Rashford in the they try to highlight him again and yeah. attack him. Why? <clears throat> because he made some good investments and used his money that he's earned being a professional footballer, playing for arguably one of the greatest clubs that have existed in Manchester United. Arguably, arguably. Someone's then saying that that he shouldn't that that that. Basically, trying to say that he that he is he really interested in feeding the kids, or is he trying to use this to further racism? It is racism, and you know, and you know what is? It's like it's 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 very awful because what they're trying to do is control the narrative. You know, they're trying to control the conversation. Should Rashford be spending all this money if he's trying to help the kids, or should he give up his wages? Is what they're trying to trying to say? Give up your wages, then. So that argument. 
it's not a question. It shouldn't even be answered. It should be like what storms done to chip ignored. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Sometimes no the response is what validates the question. But a lot of the times these people are asking questions and trying to throw it out there not to find solutions. So those questions shouldn't be answered. Facts. And if they need the answer, they should do their own case study and prevent present an essay on their questions because everyone's question ultimately should be answered by themselves anyway. So we don't need to engage in these what I call, you know, their bait. They're baiting. It's baiting. It's fair. They're baiting him into. I, I, me personally, I, I'm, I'm actually quite annoyed that Rashford responded. Not at Rashford, but I just felt his team or someone around him should have just told him to piss off, bro, and let everyone else. And because literally, the if you want to call them the Twitter, you know, just Twitter in general, jumped at the uh, jumped at the article and just started slagging off. The, one is lazy journalism, poor journalism. It, it it goes back to what Sterling was saying a couple of years ago that. Black footballers are always portrayed in more of a negative light, more of a like, oh look, they're flashing their money type thing. It's yeah. it's, it's it's racism. It's racism at the heart. Is a hundred percent racist. Like and the me and it's by the mass mass media. You know what I'm saying? So these are these are the people in good jobs that are that have time, that have got lots of money, and are supposedly educated that are making this choice every day. Again, arguable, boy. You know, and like like. Look at what even an unlikely source Piers Morgan is having to do right now. For example, when he's highlighting Lennox Lewis and Lewis Hamilton's lack of celebration in the media. Piers Morgan is having to go out of his way to bring, to bring up Black Boy Joy, which is out of his natural narrative. You, you know, you rarely see Piers Morgan bringing up Black Boy Joy. He's gone out of his way to do this, you know? Yeah, no, no. Black Boy Joy night is on Celebrate people, the likes of the champions, Lennox Lewis and Lewis Hamilton, who's just created a, a, a major feat Bro, in winning this championship. The greatest yeah. ever. I don't even watch F1, but like I only know about F1 really because of Lewis Hamilton. And I think most black people will be contestants. Actually, no, that's a lie. I knew about Schumacher. But, um, with, but, in, but 100%, in regards yeah, to those kind of questions, though, it's like, it's a tough one because you don't, you know, one, you don't know the... Um, the, the, the mood of the person whether that's something they will accept but I definitely agree like there's no there's people that have done far less and f- far less less I mean, adequate nice. and they've and they've had the highest accolades of the land like Lewis Hamilton has just confirmed he's just literally like he's the greatest of all time in the sport and he doesn't ever get looking but you yeah. know I, I, to be fair I, even those conversations, I don't really care about them. But I get it. The thing, is, the thing is, the thing is, the thing is, the thing is, why it's important is because that narrative there is like we have to always discuss. In my opinion, when we're being purposely marginalised and systematically, yeah. oh, otherwise it will be just tolerance. Yeah, I get that. I do get that. Yeah, and obviously we shouldn't accept and be able to move on. But toler- you don't have to tolerate everything. But no, just because you don't tolerate doesn't mean you have to be unpleasant either. Yeah. You know to say because realistically, yeah, it is hard to accept this, and it's hard to accept this in part of the narrative. But it's important to otherwise, when we're to drive the change, man. Yeah, no, but again, you know, I, I I definitely understand what you're saying. Like, yeah, Lennox Lewis at one point was the greatest boxer in the world. No, looking Hamilton is definitely the greatest F1 driver ever to 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 play the sport or drive the sport, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, and he gets no looking as well. But, um, but I, do, I definitely appreciate what you're saying in regards to 
marginalization in regards to our achievements. And again, our achievements for this country, because it's not like Lewis Hampton is racing on behalf of Great Britain. This guy always brings out the Union Jack, you know, after every win. Like, so it's not like he's doing it, you know, for himself or whatever. He's doing it for the country. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's disgraceful. It's disgraceful. No, I feel you. It really, really is. And, you know, it, it's wild. But I just saw some actual good news just now while I was um, on the Twitter feed. And um, apparently the American Medical Association recognises racism as a public health threat. You know, and that okay, is... Okay, I never heard about this. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to do some more research and delve into it. But... Um, quickly go into it now and I think it's actually been released on the American Medical Association's website so it's probably again it's probably again people choosing not to you know not to acknowledge this and pretty much repost it which is what the mainstream media does the mainstream media gets its job is to investigate news get wind of it and retweet it pretty much and get out to the people so that we can use the information to advance and move forward, you know? Look, they recognise race as a social construct. Do you get it? Yeah, yeah. So but again, now, again, things that we've already known, though. Yeah, we know, but it's not been medically said. So just because we know, we have to celebrate our wins when it's, you know what I'm trying no, to say, I when agree. it's... Um, when it's when it happens, otherwise we don't acknowledge the reality of it because we know. But it's like when women knew they should have voted, but then they celebrate it in universal. No, no, of society. course, of course, of course. Everyone knew everyone was entitled to a vote. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. but you get these accolades. It's important to celebrate them, especially when when they're not being posted by the mainstream media anyway. So, what? Why it's important, and I'm kind of starting to realize this because um. Racism traditionally has argued over a genetic thing, if you, if you remember. Then they try to say that black, and black people are lesser people. So they used to try to use genetic arguments to say people are inferior. America was arguing that. So they're doing lots of case studies. So scientists were allowed to basically test black people's brain while they're basically alive in inhuman ways because they're saying they're not human and they don't feel the same. Have you, do you recall anything like that? Yeah, no, I definitely, yeah. Three, yeah. three, three fifths of a man and, and, and things like that, I believe. Yeah, no. Like, I think yeah. it's, it, America's at oh, the fight just oh, to be recognized as human beings. I believe it happened yesterday on the 16th of November. Only yesterday have they now rectified it. <laughs> Can you that's, imagine? It's, it's, bro, it's mad. Only yesterday, and it's not mainstream news. I'll send it to you now. No, it's not. Again, obviously, their their news right now is being bombarded with the whole election fiasco. Uh, and talking about ignore Trump if he's talking shit. You keep this saying, is it, this is it, bro. How do you ignore the most powerful man in the world, the leader of what they call the free world? It's mad. Like, um, I definitely, I definitely, um, <laughs> the whole the whole thing is making me laugh because this is this is simple. If this was happening in any other country particularly any country that hasn't got a white majority population, this will say barbaric. There's a barbaric, disgraceful, dictator. It is funny to me. It's funny to me. Like, if this was happening anywhere else, 
in 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 other countries that we're from, respectively, that have democracies less than a hundred years old, less than sixty years old in some cases, compared to this shining again under another quote unquote shining light beacon of democracy. Yet your president can't even concede defeat to an election that he lost. Again, I don't even know. I, I don't like the electoral register thing that they do in America is a fuckeries anyway. But. Uh, you know, if he's coming out tweeting, I'm still the president, I'm still the president. Like, how how's that supposed to instill confidence in the population of people during a pandemic where you don't even know what, what's going on during what's going to be happening in January? You know, exactly. and the thing about the whole democratic, democratic system in America, everything's all symbolic as well. You know, it's supposed to be a symbolic gesture that the president or the person that got defeated in the election should come out and say that, you know, we concede defeat, we've lost the election, and then in yeah. January, when they do the inauguration, you know they're supposed to the, the ex the, the leaving president is supposed to shake hands with the the yeah. coming in president, whatever whatever, and they're supposed to then you know do the whole exchange thing. Now that looks like that's not even going to happen. Exactly. So it again, like it's, it's, it's all these symbolic gestures that mean nothing because ultimately we we it's, it's just confirmed what we know. America is a fallacy. It's not. It's not even. A, it's not even real. Like democracy there is not real. It's all a fallacy. It's all false. And you know, the more it is actually getting more real and as real as it's meant to be, the more you're seeing that the people that actually pledge to the flag on people having their true voice don't actually agree with the rights that they're singing about and championing because every day they're getting a chance to, you know, stand by their commandments and every day they decided not to by trying to oppress another group of people who who, you know who now thinks that yesterday have been recognised that race is a social construct. I can't believe it. Bullshit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, And it's interesting. I'll be interested to find out, actually, probably later on down the line to see what, how the British Medical Association views race, you know? mm, mm. I'm sure they're fighting tooth and nail. I'm sure the government will fight tooth and nail to keep any any, uh, admittance that race is a social construct out, (laughs) I'm sure. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see how that goes, you know. And you know what? I just want to say on another note, I know this might catch you off guard, and but I want to just say, fuck Frederick Phillips. Catch you off guard. He is was a bad, bad person, you know, like in history for in in Nigeria in terms of drawing the later times of believing like the nineteen sixties. Um, 1960s where he was a British diplomat who was working to basically like working with like the some of like the Nigerian military and some Nigerian police and he basically ordered a massacre on some peaceful striking miners as well as also bystanders bystanders yeah so you know it's not that old you know it's in the 60s it's like none of this stuff is old do you know what I'm gonna say so it's quite painful, you know, you know. So yeah, man, like it's, it's out there, yeah. Yeah, thanks yeah. for sharing that, but guys, nothing. None of this stuff is old, though, man. That's the scary thing about this. None of this stuff is old. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Man. I think the news definitely made us do that, though, man. Definitely, man. Definitely, the news made us do this. <laughs>